You're tuning into Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. I am inevitable. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. You get hurt, hurt him back. You get spoiled, walk it off. Thank you, Cap, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. Turn the clock back at least 10 years to an allegory for RDJ's career. A douchebag hoisted by his own petard at a cave with a literal change of heart. British male Alexa shows him how to fly higher. Goop sticks around, but not Colonel Empire. Evil mall dude is the first monger dreaded. Then we get rewarded for sitting through the credits. Film 2, you forgot this one. Banner in Brazil still on the run. Watching anger on his Fitbit with Liv finds love. Beats an army and a foil. Norton leaves the fight club. Whole world's in on the Iron Man truth. Conquers up his ass and he pissing in his suit. Laser whips and hammer working together. Rudy wears the armor's guard. Joe wears leather. God of Thunder is the next to go. Banish from the clouds to New Mexico. School's Portman on the magic. Looking for his tool to save a couple realms. Oh, and Loki dies. Fooled you. Back in the day, little twerp from Brooklyn. Juices up, gets better looking. Beating up Nazis. One by one, his duty calls. Freezes and thaws, but is still left with blue balls. And it worked. Let's assemble the Avengers. Shield, hammer, suit, arrows, guns, and a temper. Fight each other first, but it's part of the stupid plan. Till they come together, post a death of Agent Superfan. Loki got the blue cube, opens up a wormhole. Fight a bunch of aliens standing in a circle. Get that W.T. Thanos and Shwarma. So many things, but that was just a warm-up. You know, I keep telling everybody they should move on and grow. Some do, but not us. And clearly not our audience, because they still listen to us week after week. I mean, oh I appreciate God. it, but welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back to Spectre Radio, guys. I think this is our 31st Marvel podcast, if oh I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh. It's too many. Make it stop. <laughs> Make I want to go stop. back to Star Wars. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Oh, boy. And we have new listeners all the time. Like, it's yes. great. We appreciate you, and yep. we welcome you to our little Spectre Radio uh, listeners family. Uh, appreciate you. So this is going to be our uh, third Ask the Avengers. That is correct. It was supposed to be fourth. But it was supposed it's to be our, fourth. It's, it's we just got way too excited. And we, we were like bulldozing we our way one. through the phases. It's fine. <laughs> so we're not we binging our way through questions. the MCU. We're bulldozing our way through the MCU. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. We need to re-record the intro. Yes. Um, all righty. So we're going to go to our first question, uh, actually by my friend Cameron. Appreciate you, Cam. Cam Quarter. Um, Cam Quarter. Yeah. Cam Quarter. Cam did camera. Cam Demonium. Cam, Cam a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to have a lot of nicknames. Um, Cam Chowder. Yeah, I, I think that was one, actually. Oh, there you go. Because <laughs> um, he's actually from uh, Massachusetts. So. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's funny. So, all righty. He asked, um, what Avenger has the best origin story? So, I mean, that's a really good question. I feel like all these are, are uh, really good questions, but um hmm are we gonna just go with the mcu on this one then guys is that what we want to do well he said avenger so i'm assuming that means like the original six avengers i'm going over anybody that we've seen in the movies okay Oh, Sounds good to me. That, that's who I, that's who you're I, going like me. marvel heroes not marvel heroes, yeah. avengers okay word word I, w- I wish I, I understood the assignment. I, I definitely did didn't pick that. Avengers. Well, the, the assignment is open for interpretation. Avenger. That's fair. 
Sorry, Cam. <laughs> um, <That's all> right. <laughs> so I I feel like um I feel like Tony had to overcome a lot of adversity, like you know, the whole being captured by terrorists and like having a week <laughs> to live, basically. That whole thing. Um, so I mean that's that that's a lot. But I still like Captain America's origin story. Oh, you stole mine. That's what I put. I mean, I I like the World War II vibes. I like the kind of person he was and the woman he was attracted to. Obviously, the strong character. Really essential to the origin story, the woman he's attracted to. Uh, It it, it is, actually, because who he's attracted to speaks a lot about his character. That's like his story, but I don't know if it's. Like I believe the word story is, the, is in the term well, origin. origin. I'm just saying origin, like the okay. origin. Uh, so I, I personally think he had the the best origin story. I also said Cap, and I said it's because like his origin story is like impossible to believe. It is like right on that cusp of like sci-fi meets fantasy meets fiction meets history meets real science, right? Mm-hmm. So it is like just on the cusp of enough where you can believe that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just kind of like, for me, I feel like he's like the classic comic book character, our quintessential hero, like a hero can come from anywhere and from the most unlikely of places or people. And that like the measure of a true hero is like their heart and like what's on the inside. Because right. like, you know, as we saw in the what ifs, if somebody else got the super soldier serum and even in Falcon and the winter soldier, if somebody who shouldn't have the serum gets it, it could have not so great um, results. Right. Whereas Mm -hmm. he had to be the right person emotionally and mentally and physically to be able to withstand the effects of the serum and like become the great hero that he, that he became. So I agree with you on Kat. Nice. I mean, I mean, look at what the title is for the first movie. With yeah, first the first Avenger. Avenger. First Avenger. Yeah, that's um, that's fair. So I have two answers for this question. Uh-huh. Um, my first one, I put Agent Coulson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because without him, there are no Avengers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, he's the reason the team banded together to avenge his death. Um, thanks, Loki. Um, and <laughs> second, I put Black Panther. Ooh. Um, you know, he inherited the, the throne due to his father's passing. He rose to the occasion, led his people with honor. Um, you know, often what we see in movies and TV shows is that, and, and, and in life too, leadership goes to those who don't want it. Yeah. For, right. in, for instance, let's go, let's go back to Game of Thrones, Alyssa. I don't John want Sn- it. I don't want it. Jon Snow, exactly. <laughs> so Jon Snow didn't want the leadership. How many times did he say, I don't want it? <laughs> um, but then you have uh, Daenerys Targaryen, who wanted it so badly, but she wasn't meant for it. And she also wasn't the next heir to it either. Yeah, so you, you, right. You, you kind of had that. I see that a lot that- with... That we didn't know of at the time, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, until like the, what? the last season, I think, or seventh season? Seventh season. The last episode of season six, I think it was. I thought it was, because weren't there eight seasons? Or eight seasons. Yeah, so it was end of season six. Coming from the guy who only watched like three episodes, there were eight seasons. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the details are blurry, but yes, exactly. I I like his um, 
origin story, or I think he has one of the better origin stories, just because he, you, we get immersed in his culture and yeah. Wakanda, and you get to see him, you know, bring in Bucky and Cap and kind of immerse them in it as well. Yeah. And kind of blend different cultures together. So I'm I'm all for diversity in a movie. Um, I love I love that aspect about it. Yeah. My honorable mentions were Black Widow and the Hulk. Mm. Because we just got Nat's like sure. it's like a retconned origin story. We don't get like the full purview of it. Right. And I think like what's almost cool about the Hulk is like they didn't even need to retell his origin story. Like they just assumed people knew it. And they did it in like the opening credits. And that was it. <laughs> that was cool. I liked how you know they did mean? it in that movie yeah. a lot. Yeah. And it's just like such an interesting, like it's way less believable than a situation like Cap, just from like I almost would have the liked morphing to see, back and forth. But I almost would have liked to see, you know, how they they strictly threw away the the intro for spider-man for the mcu right um about you know uncle ben dying and him getting bit by a spider it'd be cool if they did it in the intro that way that way it's like it's glossed uh, over but it's, it's there. a callback yeah yeah it's there but it's like kind for of spider-man yeah i'm pretty sure we said that like during our spider-man podcast we may have yeah i'm pretty so, sure i said that <laughs> you may have. again we've done 31 pods. i don't remember everything about it but thank you for agreeing with my idea i, I agree with your idea that i've now just stolen and rebranded as my own no, but isn't that isn't that's that what why, men do that's best why I'm here isn't to that what white you. men do best that's I'm why i'm here oh to my correct gosh, you <laughs> we're getting on the diversity train really early this, this pod i'm here for it, it wow coming. it's the first question <laughs> all right all right sounds like we're ready for question two yep um Speaking of, this comes from my good friend Caesar out in California. Thank you for this question. Which comic book character and doesn't have to be in the MCU do you feel you most relate to and why? So I felt like this was such a difficult question because I, as, yeah. Caesar, as Caesar knows, I have very limited comic book knowledge, um, being as though I can't really say I've ever like picked up a comic book and read it. Um, and he got me comics for my birthday, but like they're in a frame and I don't want to like <laughs> make them ugly. I want to keep right, them right, pretty. Right. Um, so I did what any good millennial likes to do. And I took a Buzzfeed quiz because I was like, let me have Buzzfeed. Tell oh me what gosh. hero I am. And of course, I absolutely hated the results. What was it? Um, you want to guess which one it said? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. It's a Marvel character. We were kind of just talking about them. If she didn't like it, then hmm. What do you think, Andrew? We were just talking about them. So we talked about Tony Stark. We talked about the Hulk. We talked about Black, Black Panther. Panther. We talked about Black Widow. I feel like she wouldn't mind Black she Widow. Would, she wouldn't mind Black Widow. Hmm. I want to say Hulk. Hulk? Okay. <laughs> it was Hulk. <laughs> it was like, you're the Hulk. And I was like, what? You're like, um, I have, and it's, we are, I have raging what, anger problems. <laughs> As you smash the computer, you're yeah, wrong. What? Here's what it said. It said, you may be strong and brave, but there's a sensitive side that only your closest circle gets to see. You stand oh. up for what's right and always put others first. And I was like, oh, BuzzFeed, you still are wrong. But that's uh, okay. <laughs> what a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. So I then had to like do some real reflection. And I tried to look up comic book characters, like just on Wikipedia um without like spe uh, specifically sticking with a certain fandom mm -hmm. so 
I actually ended up on a DC character mm-hmm. and this person is not like well known for superpowers. So this might come off wrong, um, but I picked Lois Lane. Um, I don't see her and like, listen again, like I said, I, I've not really read the comics, but I don't really see her as like the damsel in distress per se. Like there were times obviously where Superman saved her, but Mm -hmm. right. She's not really like the Meg to Hercules in this situation. Um, No. And I think just what really drew me to this character as an answer is that she's like, so like obsessed with her work and Mm -hmm. She's very hardworking. She is like career focused. Like we know I'm 29 and like have been focused on my job for like ever and have not put anything else first. Um, And then the other thing that appealed to me is that they actually said that she's intellectually equal to Superman. So I was like, oh, okay. I I could see that. I got a quick wit. I appreciate that. And um, she was actually the first person to assume the superwoman persona. So although like Lois Lane isn't known for being a superhero, she did at some point become superwoman and pick up that mantle. And it feels really uh, relatable because that story is actually set in a dream sequence where she gets hit by a truck and um, she gets a blood transfusion from Superman and and believes that she becomes superwoman and then she wakes up from a dream. Hmm. So. I feel like that's relatable. Like <laughs> I'd be like, finally I can fly. And then it would be like, oh, I'm awake. <laughs> um, the other thing that was really relatable were her um, super um, persona names that she's called by in the comics. So at certain points in the comics, they call her Krypton Girl, Leopard Lady, Power, Power Girl, Stiletto, Super Lois. <laughs> Stiletto was in Smallville. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It said that. That's right. Super <laughs> Lois, mm-hmm. Ultra Woman, and my personal favorite after being a bridesmaid and a maid of honor two times this year is Super Maid. You're welcome. Super Maid. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see you as uh, a Lois Lane. She um, is not necessarily going to be one who's shy uh, about her uh, about her opinions. And she's like not about to let like she's a news reporter. She's not about to let someone else, especially a man, like beat her to the job first or get the scoop. Like, especially if if a man like because a lot this used to be set back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s when Superman was written. So it was a lot of like pushing women to the side kind of thing. Of course. Um, and that is absolute like like watching. I, I've been rewatching Smallville, and sometimes they do um, paint Lois Lane to be like. Um, a, a with complete, a broad brush here well well so, sometimes they paint her to be such an oblivious like blonde but then sometimes they have her as like like this like brazen like badass i'm like can you can you can you pick a lane pick i know lane, like yeah i know like we all have like dumb moments i'm like but she'll go like sometimes episodes on episodes before she'll have a good line but then she'll have great episodes where mm. it's just like oh great job lois lane so I, I do like other versions of her, but I could definitely um I could well, definitely see it was a little And slang. wasn't Smallville written in like the early two thousands? It was written in the early two thousands. Yeah, I love I, I feel like that's Eric. part of the problem then. Um I mean, so maybe, but I like I said, I like other versions of Lois Lane, like from the um Superman and Lois show that's on now. Um, I like her a lot. Um they don't they paint her as very, very intelligent at all times. 
Um, so it's, it's a little more uh, realistic. So I could definitely see you as that. For me, uh, which uh, superhero or comic book character do uh, I relate to? Um, problem is all the superhero, a lot of the superheroes I like are billionaires and I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and a lot of superheroes that I like have, uh, lost one or both parents and that, that's oh, no. oh um, no, no, anyway. So, yeah. So my, my, I, I kind of, I relate a lot to, um, Dick Grayson. I'm just, waiting. I'm just waiting for your dad to bust in the room. Like, really, Andrew, you want me to be gone so you can relate to a superhero? Is that what you're saying? There was, there was a post I <laughs> Very saw. Very nice, that, son. Very nice. There was a post I saw from a dad saying, my kid wants to be Batman so bad that he just bought us tickets in a bad mo- in a bad neighborhood for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But I relate a lot to the um, superhero, um, the character Dick Grayson, um, who played the, who was um, the first Robin. And then, uh, later on ended up decking Batman because he was having issues with his adoptive father as a older teenager Quote unquote. Um, quit and then became his own superhero Nightwing. Um, oh. You know, he, he has led, you know, various other superhero teams. He eventually at some points leads the justice league. Um, but he did not like, he grew up in the shadow of a great man um, regardless of their disagreements um, and he was like, well, I'm not going to stay in the shadow. I'm going to go out and be my own hero. He cleans up the police force of an entire city. Um, you know, he leads, he trains and develops other um, younger aged superheroes and mentors them to become great on their own. Um, and then he ends up um, doing really healthy things to um, repair his relationship with Batman. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he, he grows in that regard um so he's a uh, very know. interesting character he was the leader of the teen titans he was mm-hmm. agent 37 which was like a spy for batman yes or an it was after he was on spiral it was after he was unmasked and as as nightwing and they basically crippled him um that was a awkward horrible comic book line but mm-hmm. his his acrobatic abilities are some of the best in the world i can't relate to that part but <laughs> i cannot relate <laughs> to that part that would be nice um, but his fighting style, um, is, is Filipino martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And those are two of the ones that have piqued my interest over the years. Brazil. And those are the ones I would Brazil. like to learn. Oh, Brazil. So, and he's very, uh, witty and sarcastic, kind of like in a Spider-Man way. And that I definitely relate to. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> cool. Um, I, again, picked two for this. Okay. I, I, I stayed within Marvel. Okay. Um, just because I know Marvel better than I do DC or any of the other comic book series. Um, surprising no one, my third, my first one is Thanos. Oh my God. Are you serious? You can most relate to Thanos. So, you know, down where... <laughs> Andrew's audible <sighs> into the microphone. So where we are in Florida, you know, we're basically in the theme park capital of the world down here. And... If you're there during is this going to be an office quote? <laughs> yes, it is. Again, okay. here we go. It's, We've heard this speech. There are too many people on the on this earth. So <laughs> we need a new plague. Or we just and, had one. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, we're in the middle of a plague. Eight hundred thousand people or, have died. Is that not enough for you? Or we need wow. the if any gauntlet. <laughs> um, it out. That was more of of my my jokey one. Um, my uh huh. <laughs> a little truth in jest. Don't even. Maybe. 
Um, <laughs> my my other one is Bucky. So let me let me explain. Um, people might think my fascination with Bucky because I bring him up in almost every podcast. But the reason I picked Bucky, so he's he's brainwashed into thinking he can't do anything <laughs> else except what he's currently doing. Are you saying that you're susceptible to brainwashing? I mean, no. I feel like I'm gonna tell if, your if wife. Bucky, a trained That's not soldier, a... is susceptible. She's gonna are. be like, "Do the dishes." <laughs> she's gonna do it. Um, oh, she's gonna do it like uh, like Jim with the uh, the Pavlov's dog thing with the Altoids with the mints. Uh, yeah, mint, mint. Yeah. Oh, why does my mouth taste so bad right now? <laughs> um. So Manny, I apologize if you're listening to this. Manny is oh, actually my assistant manager. So we miss you, Manny. Um, we miss you, Manny. You know, with um, Bucky being brainwashed, I wouldn't say I'm currently brainwashed, um, but I I'm am sorry. But I am stuck in this career that I don't know how to get out of. <laughs> um, so, but I know my potential is much greater than what I'm currently doing. Sure. But it's hard for me to see that because I'm tunnel visioned. It's probably the better word I should use. Because you've been doing much. the same thing for so long. Correct. <laughs> so doing anything else scares the bejeebas out of me. That's how I felt um, in the time leading up to Publix. Because by the time I left, I was there roughly seven years, which isn't the same thing as being there for yeah, 10. But it's, right. it's still I was still five and a half years at my company. I yeah. couldn't. I, I was like, what the heck am I going to do now? I was like, I, you know, they, they trained me to do, you know, like three things, fry chicken, slice meat, and, you know, make subs. Like it's, I was like, I, I have such a marketable skill. Wonderful. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, I Would get you like thicker, you thin sliced turkey, ma'am. I'm, I can do both. <laughs> so I, I, I get why you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to you guys about what's going on recently, which I'm mm-hmm. not going to share on here because, man, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on to our third question um, from Stefan Debo. Debo. I think it's. Um, I think it's Stephen. Stephen, yeah. <laughs> Stephen, what I say, Stefan? You yes. made it fancy. You made oh. it. He, you made him a vampire. Add a little spice. I've got. I've got a, a, a Steven at work, but we call him Jack. But it's spelled that way as well. So I don't know why we call him Jack, but we do. Um. So the question. Right. So this question, question from Jack. <laughs> so this question. Um. <laughs> Nick Fury kind of sucked at his job, right? I have a lot to say about that, but we'll wait till we get to. Oh, me. here we um, go. My, my response was, "Come on." He was tossed into a crap show, and I think he did pretty well. I wish he had more screen time. Cough, mm-hmm. cough, Infinity War, Endgame, <laughs> cough, cough. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's, 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 my, that's my answer to that. Um, it's, kind, it's kind of hard to judge somebody <laughs> off a job that no one else has had before. Um, like, yeah, that's so it's not It's not like... Nick Fury is like apples and oranges. It's not like right? Nick Fury's a, a new deli associate uh, or or a seat like someone. But who's ask picking- Andrew to compare the Bobs from Disney, and he I'm sure will have a laundry list of of comparisons for you. Anyway, it's <laughs> as this, he rolled his, his eyes. job had never been done before, um, and and the way Wyatt put it was was really good. He like walked into a crapshoot of a job that nobody had ever had before. Mm-hmm. it's um, like that and, gift and from his, like community yeah. where he walks in with the pizza and like the whole room's on fire yeah Roxanne yeah. <laughs> I love that episode um but like 
And not only did he walk into a crapshoot, his bosses were like actively against him putting the Avengers together. And then they needed them. And it's like, you know, yeah, Nick Fury, who was not even technically fully in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of fell on its ass because of Hydra and then the Avengers. But, you know, these are these are things that are only somewhat his fault. Mm -hmm. There are things he could have done better, sure, but like there's never Captain America could have been in charge or Black Widow could have been in charge. There's never going to nothing's ever going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think that he sucked at his job. Um, obviously, things could have, you know, happened better. Um, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, you, you can't see the future. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mind immediately went to the conversation we kind of just had about Nick Fury being a scroll for a period of time. <laughs> And this is also because I just saw a TikTok about this, trying to pinpoint like exactly when mm-hmm. he switched from Nick Fury to like Talos as a scroll as Nick Fury, right? So the theory goes that it was likely in 2014 when he like almost died. And we see him like in the next scene in like the sling and he's like walking and he's like totally fine. Whereas like a couple scenes before that, they were like, he's critical, like, He's in the intensive care unit and like all the Avengers go to visit him or whatever. And then he shows up and he's like totally fine, has to deal with crumbling shield. Um, but there's like all these theories on the Internet that he's been a scroll for like a pretty long time because there's a scene in I can't remember which film where. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Duh. It was in Captain Marvel in my notes. Fury tells Captain Marvel that everybody calls him Fury, not Nick not Nicholas J, not Nick Fury, not Nicholas Fury, just Fury. And, and, and Captain Marvel's like, what does your mom call you? Fury, what do you call your mom? Fury, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. everyone calls him Fury. So then in the beginning of Far From a Home, we see Maria call Nick, Nick. And they're well, she's like- call- She's called him Nick for a while. It right, wasn't just but that's there. going but yeah. along the theory of like nobody calls me Nick kind of thing. So that was like supporting the argument, and that was supposed to be like a tip off at the beginning of that movie to let you know that that was both scrolls for Maria and Nick. I guess I don't know hmm. for Fury. I should stop. It's saying an it. interesting. It's an interesting theory. Yeah, I, mean, I I personally don't put a thousand percent stock in it, but it's not a bad theory to be sure. And there was like another theory because he's like tell me she goes captain marvel says like tell me something only like you would know like that's so unique about you and he's like if if toast is cut diagonally i can't eat it (laughs) and then there's like a scene um in one of in age of ultron where he's eating toast and like the internet was like it's cut diagonally he's a scroll and then you like slow down the clip and it's cut like horizontally it's it's not diagonally so i don't know about that but Basically, there was one other scene in Winter Soldier where we see the files are locked and they think that's partially could be another tip off that it was a scroll at that point because the computer says the files are locked. You don't have access. And he's like, on whose authority? And the computer goes, Fury, Nicholas J. So then you see. I understand why they think that, but that's also like an indication that he's being set up. That's kind of like himself or like. No, by his boss. 
Well, how would right. his boss be able to lock it on his behalf? Because he's his boss. Administrative. He's oh. yeah. Okay. Like when I need my password reset at work, I go to my manager and she can access my account. So that's like, remember how they were saying like he, um, he launched all the satellites from the, the commandeered ship. Cause the, there was the, the ship that was commandeered by pirates at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were framing him for a whole bunch of things. Like some of the things he did do, cause he was trying to figure out if, if Hydra had in, infiltrated shield, but some of it yeah. was like, he was yeah. being framed for yeah, but I can, I'm, I can I'm get aware why of like the administrator privileges. I get that. Okay. It just feels like one of these advanced type situations, especially with uh, the technology being what it is, where it's like, let me do a retinal scan and like fingerprinting and all this stuff. And then it's just like, who locked it? And it was like me. And it's like, okay, well, there was someone who looked like him and sounded like him impersonating him who could have like beat the whole system. But yeah, I'm a manager. I understand the administrative, like... I mean, like, if, if, <laughs> if it was actually locked by the real Nick Fury that, and Talos was in communication with Nick Fury this whole time, you know, he could have just, like... Right, where, like, Talos him. was trying to get the files, and Nick mm-hmm. obviously didn't want him to have access to that, so he locked it. That's kind of the theory, but yeah. that's kind of my whole thing about maybe he didn't actually suck at his job because it wasn't him for, like, the last however many years like a long time right we're talking about maybe from like he doesn't sit he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to me to to sit out long periods of time like he he put the avengers together because he has at least somewhat of a sense of control needing to have control like he was trying to put shield back together when cap's like no we're 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 gonna take it all down so now again like you saying he might be a scroll at that point but i i more see him like you know, becoming a scroll or, or the scroll taking over later um, and him only yeah. sitting out like a couple of years of it. Cause that's a long time to sit out. No, it definitely is to go on a space vacation and wear sandals and <laughs> sip my ties. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, I, again, I could be way wrong, but all righty, moving on to our uh, next question um, from Alfred Arvizu Jr. Did I say that right? Hopefully sure. question mark. Um, so cast a live action Gwen or Miles Morales. Okay. Um, <laughs> the big sigh. The big sigh. The big sigh. Um, so I really did like the Gwen Stacy they had in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, Emma Stone. Yeah, I really liked me hers. Too. She um I, I like that actress, period, end of story. Um so I, I don't know that I could I could cast a better one. I know that's a, a cheap, easy answer, but I, no. I truly don't well, know. That and I how could. do you feel about her compared to um, what's her face? Howard from uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. I, so it's hard because when that movie came out and I, when I watched it, like growing up on, re, uh, you know, on reruns, I didn't care for that movie. Yeah, that I mean, that movie in the in the order of things, but definitely fell flat. And I, I, so as a result, and as a result of the order of events that happened in that movie that led him to going out with her, you know, because they were so far along in his MJ plot. Right. She like, You're as not nice rooting as for her. She, yeah. I was not rooting for her. I, I, I like that actress too. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Um, that was an interesting choice being that, that blonde, but um, yeah, I was her, think, I was literally just thinking that you read my mind, but um, 
It, yeah. I didn't super care for her in that movie. If I rewatched it today, I might feel different. But I again, I think Emma Stone is the way to go. Um, you know, appreciate you, Emma Stone, for being yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then a Miles Morales. Um, come back to me on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Shamik Moore is like the obvious choice, but as a mm-hmm. physical actor, like live action, I I personally believe he's too old. He's 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, so like at a certain a point, you get to that crossover where it's like the 30 year olds playing 18 year olds in Greece that you're like, mm, this is no longer okay, believable. So Danny Zuko. What you can do is um, say Shamik Moore, but from 10 years ago or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, he would be the obvious choice. I don't even know if I've seen pictures of him when he was like 16. Mm-hmm. but there were a couple actors that came to mind like from a black perspective because mm-hmm. miles is half black half puerto rican mm-hmm. so miles brown from blackish mm-hmm. i feel like he would really nail like the attitude and the comedy if you've ever seen any episodes of that tv show i've only watched a handful that were like actually live on cable funny enough when i was at disneyland like in my hotel room because mm-hmm. i couldn't find anything else to watch and um, it was actually a really cute show. Anthony um, Davis is like the main dad character. He's really funny. Um, and then K- the other actor that came to mind was Caleb McLaughlin, um, one of the kids from Stranger Things. I feel like he would really nail like the drama and the action versus like the attitude and the comedy that the other kid would bring to the table. Um, and then in, in terms of like trying to think Puerto Rican actors that could maybe pull it off, I thought of someone that you guys probably have never heard of, Maximilian David Muniz. You're right. You know, you know who that him. is? <laughs> You're um, right. You totally know who it is. It's J-Lo's son. <laughs> oh. Max. So I feel like he could maybe do it um, just to like follow in his mom's footsteps. And his dad's an actor now too. His dad was just in In the Heights, um, Wyatt. As... And then um, he was um, Usnavi's um uh, not Usnavi's dad. Sorry. He was, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? The little kid's dad, the, his cousin's Sonny? dad, Sonny's dad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my God. That was going to kill me. <laughs> um, and then there was one other Puerto Rican actor I liked from that TV show one day at a time, Marcel Ruiz. He's 15. So he's right in the sweet spot and he's got some experience like, um, with filmmaking and his family. And he's like acted with legends like Rita Moreno. So I feel like he could, he could do it. But out of all of them, I really liked Miles Brown, just partly because his name is Miles, but also like looking at the cartoon and like looking at him, the hair, like he's got the hair. And I feel like that character to me, it's like that that hair, you know? Yeah. He totally looks like he could pull it off. So he's kind of my front runner. Yeah. And he's so cute. <laughs> he's adorable. <laughs> so I've read the question, cast live action Gwen or Miles. So I just picked actresses for, for Gwen. Hmm. Perfect. So I got I got a couple. Um, I put a younger or de-aged um, Brie Larson. Probably could have done a, uh, oh, a good job with that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Rose Leslie. You might hmm. also know her as Egret from Game of Thrones. Oh, the, the Scottish the, one. Yeah. Oh, she's one, beautiful. I love her. The one that actually married Kit, Her- uh, Kit, um, mm-hmm. Kit Harrington. Harrington. Yeah. Kit Harrington. Yeah. Um, 
And is then, Gwen like sassy like that? <laughs> she can be. That could work then. I want to say that's just Egret's character. I don't think that Rose is actually this sassy in, in life. I mean, oh, she's, she seemed really she's good. She's played at it a character scenes, named so. Gwen Dawson. <laughs> that's funny. In um, Downton Abbey. There you go. Uh, my wife's favorite. Downton show. Abbey. Downton Abbey. Thank you. And then my last one, Bella Ramsey. She played Lady Mormont Ooh, in Game of Thrones as well. You and your Game of Thrones. Bella, Bella Ramsey. Yeah, that yeah, I agree with. She could do it. I, I think so. You went She's British. A, you went British I women. I like uh, it. European women. <laughs> Brie Larson's British? No. Um, Maybe not. And, but the, and the, the woman last who plays, couple you picked. The woman who plays Egret is Scottish. Um, but Sorry, I corrected yeah. myself. Did, I said, did, yeah, you you're British. <laughs> he went across the pond is my yes. point for his <laughs> casting choices. <laughs> I stayed yes. rather domestic myself. Um. Okay, nice. <laughs> Okay, so our next question comes from Cam Chowder himself. I don't, I don't like this question at all. I thought it was great, and I thought it was really easy. Okay, like I feel really bad. What? That it was so easy. I had to so Google easy. all of them just to figure out which I did ones too, but like I didn't really need to. Anyway. So the question for those of you going, get to the question, is the most disappointing Stanley cameo and the best Stanley cameo. So... I feel like I have two that tie for the best. First and foremost, Captain America Civil War, when he appears as the FedEx postman, I got a package for Tony Stank. Tony Stank? Tony Stank. I love that one. I feel like I quote that more than anything else. (laughs) I quote it all the time. I say it like once a week, just around the house. Like, I love it. Um. And I guess I'm cheating because I'm picking two. But I also high key love in Age of Ultron where he appears as the veteran getting wasted and says <laughs> Excelsior off of the uh, Asgardian um, liquor. Yes, I storm yeah. the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> yeah, I think I can handle it. Yeah, um, my least favorite, easy hands down, Guardians of the Galaxy when he's in the space suit talking nonsense to the aliens. The end. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so my my worst was his. Um, what's funny is my best and worst are both Thor movies. Um, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> so well, my I have two best, but you said one of them already. The Tony Stank. Um, so Thor: okay. The Dark World was my worst. Um, he just he, he was in the um, little insane asylum that um, Eric Selvig was in. It was just oh, not, yeah. It was just not a memorable one oh, in yeah. my opinion. It was like less memorable than him accidentally drinking the um infected um what's it called um the the uh, the drink that uh, got bruce banner's blood in it mm-hmm. like and he had a heart attack or whatever after it was like less memorable than that mm-hmm. um so my my best one is the first thor movie when uh he he's driving the truck trying to get the the hammer out of the crater he's like oh, yeah, the, yeah, whole, yeah. the whole bed comes off he goes did it work you know, because that was that was at the beginning of the MCU, and that was so funny at the time. <laughs> so I just have very fond memories of that. Um, so that's that's my best and worst. Yeah, that definitely that definitely set the standard for mm-hmm. for stamp for Stanley cameos mm-hmm. for sure. Um, my my best was actually the, in the first Iron Man movie, where Tony mistakes Stanley for Hugh Hefner. Jeez. 
Oh yeah, that was actually that, funny. And that was, that was hey, actually. And Stanley actually named that his favorite cameo as well. Oh. Yeah. What's funny is after that movie came out, um, anytime like anybody in our family like wore a bathrobe, like if it was cold out, um, we had clothes on underneath, obviously. My dad would be like, Mm. hey, Hef, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Even if it was my mom. And then my my least favorite, um, the one I have written down doesn't really matter now because the Guardians one that I think that Alyssa brought up or I'm sorry, I can't Alyssa brought it up. Alyssa brought that one. That one Mm -hmm. was pretty bad. Um, but the one I wrote down was the one in Black Panther. So it's the one where they're at the casino in South Korea mm-hmm. and Stanley is claiming um, T'Challa's winnings. <laughs> that, one, that one seemed kind of just wasted. I yeah. see. Okay, uh, fair enough. Cool. That was a... As much as, as I didn't like that question, I like that question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, question number six comes from Christopher Tyler. Who's being the MVP of Disney Plus shows so, so far? far. <laughs> it, it, it cut we're out. getting because we're getting more, you know. Right. Yes. So far. So I took this question as the MVP show, not exactly a, a, a singular person from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how I'm. I took it. I'm gonna put Wandavision. Oh, look at you! I agree um, with you. As much I, as I, I knew that was gonna happen, as much as I wasn't a fan of one division, I I think this is the MVP of Andrew. Shut up! I'm so confused <laughs> by your answer. Though. Like I, I I was like, okay, I'm with him. You know, with I mean, we knew as which ones he wasn't gonna say. No, I thought he like, would say Loki though. Yeah, like he's just like as much as I didn't like one What are you do? I'm I'm like so confused. Go ahead. Uh, so, okay. I like it because so I didn't watch it when it came out week by week. I waited till it was all out and then binge it all, which I said when we talked about WandaVision with Adam, I'm glad I did that because the first three and a half episodes, everybody was screaming like, what the heck is happening? I understand nothing. And that was fun to watch on social media. Everybody's reaction, especially listening to um, Ethan and Eric talk about it on, right. on Nerd Institute. Um because it was very similar, like Alyssa and I watched the last season of Game of Thrones together. You know, we watched it as it as it as it came out, and we were like, right. "What the heck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Why are we battling in the dark for an hour and a half and can't oh see God. anything Facts. until the dragons, you know, breathe <laughs> light <fire."> shit up." <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, but WandaVision was the first Disney show that came out, correct? Mm-hmm. Disney Plus show that came out. It was supposed um, to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think. Supposed to that be. That got delayed right. because of COVID, I believe. That's right. Yes, that is correct. So, mm-hmm. I believe WandaVision set the standard for for shows. It really, it really set the standard because, you know, movies. You know, you kind of have one plot line that you're kind of following. This had little branches and side missions, as as little. I said, that, that kind of <laughs> branched off of it. Oh yeah, and you, and you really get to see. This is one of the first series that's post Endgame, mm-hmm. so we get to see how everybody's dealing with yeah, this. Yeah, it was the with, first one. Yeah, especially with Hawkeye. Now we're seeing how he's dealing with it post Blip as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I def, I, I'm sure once Hawkeye finishes, I'll probably change my mind, but I can't conclude on that series just yet because uh, it hasn't concluded. Yeah, Hawkeye today was really good. You guys need I to. I haven't seen it yet. I know that's why I didn't say anything else you guys need to see it so good um but yeah i guess i'll piggyback off that because i agree 
I said Wanda or WandaVision. Um, it's my personal favorite. And obviously, of course, that had to be the podcast that I was sick and couldn't be here for. I had a little <laughs> we, sore throat tonight. Not, and yet We did not do our job. The show must go on. on that podcast. It's okay. Maybe we'll do a revisited and, and redo it. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, Wanda has her issues. But at her core, she really has a caring personality. And she's very devoted to, like, protecting the people that she cares about. So, you know, for me, her glow up was like a whole nother thing we could talk about, but like her willingness to stand up for like what she loves and fight for what she thinks is justice. I think that's just like a very admirable plot that anybody could get behind and like cheer for. Um, And I just thought it was so clever the way that they told the story through the decades with all the mystery in there and rewatching it it was like, oh my God, it's so obvious. Like you rewatch it and you're like, duh, like this just Mm -hmm. makes so much sense. And like, it was all there the whole time. And like a hex has a double meaning because she's the Scarlet Witch and like Mm. all of that, you know what I mean? Like that was so cool. So yeah, that's uh, definitely the MVP of the Disney Plus shows. But I will say Hawkeye is, is really good. It's up there. I don't know if it's in my top two quite yet i think i need to see it all the way through to really fully form my my current half-baked opinion <laughs> um <clears throat> i agree with you guys um wandavision like wyatt said really set the standard um and we got characters back that um from previous movies that we liked we got darcy you know a full college graduate she's now fully in the astrophysics well, college science world graduate yeah she's a phd at this point isn't she yeah she was yeah. an intern in college when we previously saw her right exactly my point is she's now like fully in her field and stuff like that and she's, she's a whole like, doctor she's not doctor. just there for comic relief doctor, anymore doctor. she's like providing <laughs> both the comic relief and like the science like nerd stuff yep. that we need and we got agent that. Wu back you know appreciate you um <laughs> we got uh maria rambo's daughter monica all grown up um, so that's that's kind of another piece. So it's like it wasn't just Wanda and her story, which was really incredible in and of itself. And the acting for both her and, and Vision, uh, Paul Bettany, was really fantastic. But we got other pieces of it that are going to lead somewhere, I think is basically kind of what Wyatt said. Um, but I, I will also agree with Wyatt that when Hawkeye comes out, I may feel that that one um you know, may take the spot for me because we're getting, yeah. um, well, I don't, I know, we're, I know it's spoiler warnings, but the show's not even out yet, fully out. So I don't know if I, I don't want to quite spoil everything that's happened thus far. Oh, but, for Hawkeye? Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess we basically, can basically who showed up in the last episode, you know, so that's obviously going to lead somewhere in the future. Oh, so yeah. Just nice. watch tonight's. It was very good. Yeah. So even- I'm already liking that we're getting pieces of other things in that show. Um, and I've never cared more about a Rolex watch in my entire freaking life. Oh my God. Right. I want to, I want to know what it is. I'm like, I have what, all the theories. What is it? Yeah. So that's, um, that's how I felt, um, about that. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hard because there are so many to choose from. Mm-hmm. Like what if I thought was so good. It, it started mm-hmm. off really strong. And then over time I got less hype for each week. I was like, okay, like, yeah, this is going somewhere. And then it started having a plot, like across episodes. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy into that yet, but it was definitely engaging in the beginning. Loki was great. Falcon and Winter Soldier was great. Um, 
yeah, it's just kind of tough to like rank them. <laughs> so Falcon and Winter Soldier as of right now is my actual favorite. Um, but just because some, so I guess this is kind of where why it was going. Just because something's my favorite doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. Right. Yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. So on that. I think mm-hmm. that, I think that's what I was confused about and with what Wyatt said. And I'm like, Oh wait, I'm strangely the same. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all right, moving yeah. on to next question from actually my current uh, coworker that I was just in a meeting with today, Bryn Davies. Appreciate Yay, you, uh, Bryn. Um, so in age of Ultron, we see cap unable to lift the hammer. However, uh, Joss Whedon, who wrote it, said that Cap could lift the hammer and decided against it um, not to embarrass Thor. And that's why uh, he just calls it to him in Endgame, knowing it's going to work. Where do you fall? So um, I'm great reading of the question, by the way, Andrew. Very good. And emphasis on the right words. Was was that sarcasm or was that serious? No, 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 it was was really good. I was like, no. I, I, I don't know. It, um, it was a compliment. You can accept it. Thank you. I'll, I'll accept this uh, one compliment that I've had in six weeks and I will yeah. treasure it forever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Thank From you me in much. six weeks. Correct. Oh, please. <laughs> um, six months. Okay. All right. Easy. Easy. Down boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm never going to fully dismiss what any writer has to say about anything, but there was a quote that I heard in English class in high school. Um, there was an author of a book who was um, doing a reading for, I, I, it was a, it was, I think it was, I think ironically it was an English class and the teacher knew him. So he had invited him in and they were going over his book and they were talking about different things. And they were talking about um, this idea of some chapter or whatever. And the author was like, oh, well, that's not how I meant for that to be at all. And the teacher was like, well, what do you know? You're just a writer. So, um, what, and again, so that's kind of how I look at certain things like this. Um, I, I saw a a fan theory that the, what I subscribe to for this is he was almost worthy at that point. He was not worthy until he had confessed to Tony that he knew that Bucky had killed his parents. That's a great point. He found out. And so in my so it with that in mind, he was worthy until 2014 when he found out in Winter Soldier. Um because when um when Zola was showing him all of the different um assassinations by Hydra and all the things that they've fixed throughout time to make certain things happen that was one of them it showed up in a newspaper um so at that point from 2014 to 2016 he went through his quote-unquote unworthy or less worthy or almost worthy um state now you know maybe you know maybe he did do it to not embarrass thor but like i i don't that's it just a, yeah. it doesn't quite sell it for me in right. my personal I, I agree opinion. on that um i yeah. i'm not again i'm not remotely dismissing that i'm not a writer i'm not that writer you know so i it's it's a it's it's a it's not a bad point to make but it's just not how i feel yeah. about it. what that's, about you guys that's kind of like what i had i i said that I didn't draw that conclusion as quickly. I said, I think something must have happened in between the films that we saw to make him even more worthy than he might have been just because of the decisions he made up until that point. 
um, just comparing it to like seeing how Clint reacted to the blip versus Cap, whereas like Clint, obviously the the whole scenario is quite different. Their stories, their families, everything is different. Yeah. But seeing Clint react and just go off the rails and murder so many people and become the Ronin, whereas Cap is like, I'm going to dedicate my life to like working with Nat and like figuring this out and doing everything that I can to get these people back and like not even to seek revenge. Like, yeah, he does say, let's get that son of a bitch, but like and leading a support group and all that. Right. But yeah, exactly. Leading the support groups and like doing like throwing himself into community service and like Maybe that's what Clint thought he was doing too, but like I was about to say, that's a, a little, community service. It was a little different. He yes. was serving the community, but uh, just mm-hmm. a little bloodier. So, yeah, I yeah. so appreciate you drawing that conclusion because I was like, something must have happened between these films to like make him more worthy that that didn't track until you just kind of put that puzzle piece together. So, thank you for that, Andrew. You're very welcome. Um, I put even if this was remotely true, which I'm not saying it, it is or it isn't. Um. you're you're saying it's not when you say that if this was even remotely true but it could be so So it's it's hard to determine who is worthy you know where because if thor is worthy well yeah like how is he worthy no i'll 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 rephrase if thor in thor one is worthy (laughs) right yeah and i was just thinking that like is is cap not worthy after he decides to go back in time and be selfish Ooh. Right. Or like what happens then? Um <clears throat> whole nother point. <laughs> oh, but you I mean, know what? Hmm. Sorry, I'm just going down my own what if now because I went on rabbit hole. I went on my own rabbit hole because he does lift the hammer to bring it back in time, no? So yes. I wonder and I guess he it had already until... made the decision to do it because Bucky knew well, he wasn't coming back. Bucky said goodbye. But maybe it wasn't until the last item. That it was like cemented in there. The, kind of that the decision was made, right? It's like, oh, I, there's uh, no going back. I could go back or not. Could, yeah. yeah. At any point, he could have gone back until the last time. Then it's like, well, I mean, it's too late now. And the last one was the hammer and the stone because he got both of them from, or no, Thor got the, Thor got the hammer from his mom. That's what it was. The, Never mind. Uh, yeah. Just kidding. I, my they, theory, yeah. my theory was like nine, the whole nine Debunked. yards. It was on, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty close. Um, just needed one more yard. I mean, anyway, even Wyatt. even if Whedon would have written this into you know one of the previous movies, and we we had this great reveal sooner, what could have topped that in Endgame? It's true. Yeah, that's. I'm glad they saved it for that. It's true. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like saving Avengers Assemble for that because it's, it meant so much more. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah that that one's that one's hard hard to answer. All right, moving on to question eight from our favorite question asker, apparently, tonight. Our only question asker. Cameron. Okay, listen, Chris Tyler asked us like 20 questions, but they were all like deep in thought. And I was like, I do not have the brain power for these questions. (laughs) He needs to be a guest. I need to tell him. Um, Cameron asks for the third time. uh, Best. (laughs) Thank you, Cameron. Best costume upgrade, or even just which of Captain's outfits is the best of the Captain's outfits. So I think he's asking about Captain America. Yes. So I had an answer, and I said, Cap's beard is my favorite, but (laughs) the Nomad suit from Avengers Infinity War. (laughs) 
okay. That does things to me. We'll just say that. Oh, however, oh, okay. however, okay. There the second is. I go mm, about a female actress, wow, Andrew. No, that was a different circumstance. This I'm Bullshit. I'm literally being asked to comment on appearance. So there you I'm, have I'm, it. I'm I'm seeing equality at its finest. But go ahead. Oh boy. Anyway, I already said this earlier, <laughs> anyway. but circling back to Wanda's glow up in WandaVision. Wanda. Wanda's glow up. That costume, like, I had the crown made and I had them specifically make the Scarlet Witch crown, not the Sokovian fortune, te- fortune Teller's crown. Because mm-hmm. that way I can use it for both cosplays. <laughs> mm-hmm. 12 out of 10, though. Chef's I case. noticed that in your pictures. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so does. Does it count when Thor is full of lightning? Does that count as a costume upgrade? Does it count when <laughs> Thor's hair gets longer movie to movie? Because I did not like it in the first <laughs> When it's a wig. Are you saying like when he was all like naked in the rain and got hit by lightning? No, 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 no. Like when he's, uh, I, I think know. it's when he's Oh, fighting. when he's like, he what? was, he was shirtless and being rained on. And then he got struck by lightning. It's true. We all I'm, no, I'm not mentioning th- shirtless. Uh, shirtless Thor. No. <laughs> Why not, Wyatt? Why <laughs> not? It before. Aren't you so, comfortable with your sexuality to comment ex- on a man's extremely appearance? extremely comfortable, but not to comment on a man's appearance. <laughs> um, I, my second answer for this was actually Smart Hulk. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Because he... We love a man in a cardigan. <laughs> As Emily would say, we love a man in a cardigan. That's hysterical. You know, because we know we know Hulk is you know purple pants and shirtless, just destroying purple New York pants City behind the purple pants. Um, so it's nice to nice to see him upgrade to a, a shirt and a cardigan. <laughs> you prefer your character's clothes on. We we I, get it. It's I fine. do, I do. <laughs> um, so the best costume upgrade for Here me was um thor going to thor ragnarok thor with the haircut oh, as much no. as so as much as i i love um thor's hair longer like i didn't care for it in the first movie it was okay in avengers but then like thor 2 i'm like I'm like that's a good length for the hair um <laughs> yeah i know weird i'm just laughing no i'm just laughing because of your our conversation this weekend about people mistaking you for a gay man and here you are going the long locks just like do it for me like it's just a good look for him so um second in second place um came he doesn't he even just, mention it he just ignores me he just I, ignores what do you, me what do you want me to say i i i've already just go ha yeah we did talk about that anyway <laughs> i mean we we did talk about it. it it doesn't make me uncomfortable people thought i was gay they literally said the words he's nice uh, he's well dressed and he looks nice. Like what? What? What about no, those no, things? Am no, I gonna be then, upset about? No, no. Then they said, and he's straight. Like, oh yeah, it was like a, a <laughs> yes. great revelation. It was. A, it was a great revelation to the two couples of lesbians I was talking to. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, my second place was um, was um, what I'm blanking. Scarlet Witch. Um, yes. So as far as ranking Captain America's outfits. Basically, any of them except the first Avengers outfit where he's Captain Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> the USO. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Puerto Dude. Rican flag. It is. You are correct. So, which is not a bad looking flag. But it's a US supposed- territory. So, there you go. Yes. We, it's, we it's looped true. it he, back. It's full he's, circle. He's, he's representing the 51st state. <laughs> <laughs> but not yet. 
We ain't yeah. a state yet. You're you're a, you're a commonwealth or a territory. Scotty's um, over here screaming like, "That's not a state!" Shut up, Andrew. Okay, then technically Virginia's not a state either, so we can uh, you know. Well, DC, uh, but yeah. Well, no, Virginia is also a territory. Is it? I thought mm-hmm. it was. I thought it was a commonwealth of Virginia or a, a commonwealth, which okay. is technically not a state. What? So and yet it's we also have, the commonwealth of Massachusetts as well. Yeah. So and yet we have oh, fifty God. states. Okay. So, well, I'm not a history being, professor. I don't. <laughs> So anyway, my point being, um, <laughs> back to Marvel. So, so back to Captain America's suits. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that I like um, the nanotech with the Ant Man Incorporated um, suit for um, Endgame, I would pick Infinity War. Um, Solid. So, so yeah. All right, moving on to the next question. By the way, I didn't see, unless I'm like missing it, I didn't see who wrote this question. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Emily. Emily. Okay. Oh, we just talked about her. Thank you, Emily. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Emily. So what movie do you... (laughs) Please read it. Please read read it in full. Hold on. When I read this in the text and I saw Wyatt, who asked that? (laughs) Wyatt goes, who said that? Because I didn't tell him it was you, sorry, Emily. I was laughing at work. Well, I was saying that because there was no name after. I I wasn't understanding the the, the Doctor Strange context, but but now that's funny. What movie do you wish Doctor Strange actually made a cameo in and why? But so that's her, I guess her, that's her fake. That's her question. fake question because she put the laughing emoji next to it because then, of our argument about Doctor Strange. After basically <laughs> Allie being finished, I'm assuming that means all being finished. Yeah. With. Oh yeah, that was my typo. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, with all the new movies and rewatches. Does your top five list have any changes? Yeah, so, because before we talked top three. Yeah, so if you go back to our first Ask the Avengers, you can find what we picked for our top three when Ethan asked us. Yeah. That's good so, because I barely remember. And I'm glad she said top five because I was like, now we got room to move things around because right. things, items may have shifted during flight. Okay, so <laughs> That's a good here we go. Just- that's a great it's, way to describe it's this. It's true because there's been some turbulence. On there's been a lot of turbulence. <laughs> Things have been shooken up. Wyatt, help us out. We need some other flying analogies. Um, <laughs> we've descended down. No, I don't know. <laughs> the pilot We're in the room. Taking it to new heights. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, Andrew. Wyatt's what's your just What's your behind. top five? Has your top five changed, Andrew? Um, I really don't know that it has. I mean, I also don't remember exactly what I said in it. I, I imagine Infinity War and Endgame. I, I believe I looped those together as one. This is where um, Wyatt could like insert a clip. Could you do that? Um, He's like, haha, that's I'm, a lot of editing. No. <laughs> I imagine that's still in there. Um, if I didn't go back have, to your notes. Ugh, I'm pretty sure those are gone. Do you know how many, no- you know how many notes I have on, on this Girl, thing besides this? I have all my Ask the Avengers notes in one document. I can scroll back up right now and tell you what my top three was. Anyway, if you're asking, that's that's rewind and go back to Andrew's top three. Um, I picked... Um, so they're in no particular order, by the way. So making sure that that's clear. Um, so I'm not you didn't, gonna. You didn't rank them in one, two, three order. What? No, they're. This they're, is garbage. No, that was not the garbage. assignment. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I didn't read that. I had to put it in a specific order. I heard oh. top three go. That's what I heard oh. specifically. Boo. That's what I read as well. Boo. Um, so I'm not. I could not put Endgame and Infinity War in there because then I would have had a top five. 
So right, right. Aside, absolutely. So the, so aside from Infinity War and Endgame, shel- shelving that, you know, as, as high up there as they are for So me, those round out your top five. Those are your four and five then, is what you're saying. I, I, mm, <laughs> These are your top end, three. <laughs> Endgame would probably be I'm just doing the math for you, babe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Endgame would be in my top three, but I'm going to shelf that and shelf Infinity War and pick three, three other movies. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier uh, because awesome film um, I'm going to say Captain America Civil War not because oh my gosh. it wasn't it wasn't the best Marvel movie we had it was it was really good some of the writing was a little eh but they did introduce us to a couple new Avengers like right off the bat so that was kind of cool um, and you know it was the year for superheroes fighting each other like Batman versus Superman and all that so yeah, true, true. just way better than Batman versus Superman. Um, and then this is going to be a very hot take that Alyssa is not going to agree with, but uh, some of us can stay awake during a movie, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, in, it's in your top three. Ugh, the internet gosh. does not share your opinion at all. Somewhere Sorry. Michael is doing a backflip, and he's so happy that you said that because he loves that movie too. <laughs> Miss you, Michael. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't really help us though because we don't again. Know I'm pretty sure in the moment, a, but let's sure compare. Picked, I'm pretty sure I picked a top five and did not follow the assignment at the time, right? Because I did not think I could do a top three. I um, did the assignment. Thor Ragnarok, um, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame as one, uh, Winter Soldier. Wait, you said Ragnarok was one, no, was one, like one was of one them. of them. Oh, god, yes, okay, not, thank not god. number one. Um, if I did not have Black Panther or Doctor Strange in there, one of them m- may be shifting in there. And then... In flight. Yeah. And then maybe Iron Man 2. I'm not sure. I, I think it's changed a little bit. Okay. I don't exactly know how, but I think it's Iron changed a little bit. Interesting choice. Okay. Well, it's not three. Uh, I, I mean... Well, yeah, obviously. It's it's a funny movie and all, but it's not my top five. It's not, no. Anyway. So mine, um, I, I still have my notes from our first time talking about this. So my was yeah. not still the assignment. I was Doctor Strange first, Age of Ultron, Infinity War was my top. So this definitely has shifted in flight. Um, <laughs> I got to go and find my bag again. But um, so Alyssa, your comment that you just made about Thor Ragnarok is kind of funny because that's my top right now. Barf. <laughs> Uh, it's um, not a good movie. I so it's a my great statement. movie. So it's I got R- Ragnarok movie. first. Um, Doctor Strange is down to second. Infinity War third. Shang Chi fourth. Ooh. And Black Panther fifth. Oh okay. man. Let's uh, let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I just want to see if the internet like agrees with it. With you. It doesn't. I'm sure okay. it doesn't. All right, just making sure. I'm sure it doesn't. I just didn't enjoy it. Just not okay. Just meh. Um, so, damn, now I'm like, oh, I should have put Shang-Chi in my top five. Oh. I know. I was actually scrolling through the ones that, that we've talked about. I'm like, oh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is in I my know. top ten. But it's it's got to be in my top, top ten. I don't think it's in my top five. Uh, I, I, as much I don't as think I could I take lo- any of these As much out. as I love yeah. the newness of it, it doesn't outweigh the love I have for the ones that are at least in my top five. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and we all know this shit's about to be turned upside down. 
when we all see Spider-Man this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or if oh, Hawkeye yeah. gets finished. So, well, when, well, when we yeah. when we finish watching this it. was really like honestly none of us mentioned the shows this is a movie top five really so mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so originally mine was endgame slash infinity war guardians volume one black panther those were my top three hmm. and then i said honorable mention ant-man and the spider-man movies mm-hmm. for my current top five I still have Endgame, Infinity War as mm-hmm. my number one because, mm-hmm. like, why did I count them as one movie? <laughs> you okay, can't sure. have yeah. one without the other. Yeah. Um, number two, I actually now really agree with Saudi, and I have Captain America Winter Soldier as my number two. So good. So okay. good. Um, I'm very surprised. Uh, Black Panther, still my number three. Still mm-hmm. my favorite in that, that slot. That's also really good. Which um, bumped Guardians down to four, which I'm still okay with. And I have Ant-Man as my number five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. there you go. Great answers. Okay Those okay are pretty solid. Uh, Andrew, did you find out what uh, Ragnarok is on Ron? No. <laughs> I, 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 I let it go. Hold on. Let me see. I let it go, but hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm unletting it go. Unlet it go, let it go. Ninety-three percent. Oh my god! Wow, you people. Let me see if I could. Let me. What do you mean, you people? Okay, I'll pull pull up the MC. I'll pull up the MCU rate by tomato meter. Wait, what? The Ragnarok was a TV show. Oh wow! I was about to be like, you're wrong. It says seventy percent. That's the TV show. (laughs) Why does the TV show keep coming up? Stop it. 93% 93% tomato certified be, fresh 80 yeah. 87% audience score that I it believe. is in the it's in the top five really for uh on on tomato meter it's in the top <laughs> five so the first one being black panther the second one being avengers endgame the third one being iron man and the fourth one being ragnarok fifth one being shang chi um, yeah, where does Guardians lie? It's at ninety-two percent. It's at it's number seven. Oh, damn. It's ninety-two percent. Um, and then Definitely number eight not is the Avengers. Number five is Far From Home, and then Civil War is makes ten, I believe. So and wow, as of right Winter now, Soldier only met, made eleven. Times. Wow. Okay. Wow. And as of right, right now, No Way Home is at hundred percent fresh. Did you guys oh, yeah, know that? It's been released yes. in Europe already. Uh, yeah. yeah, it had a 98 score whenever the first 78 people viewed it, is what I'm I saw ready. the other night. My body is ready. All right, moving on to our final question of the evening um, from Caesar. Longest one ever. Longest question. And I'm glad, Alyssa, you placed this as our last question. We'll be talking about this one for a little bit. Um, so, the debate question I'm thinking of ranking. Ranking MCU characters by how well they were cast, but like hard. Best of the best. So these characters include Tony, Cap, Thor, Killmonger, Thanos, Vision, Loki. Okoye. Okoye, thank you. Mm -hmm. Sylvie, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Yes, both uh, they're the same person, but different enough to um, to be different. More a distinction. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and Agent Peggy Carter, considering things like how true they were to the comics and look, personality, et cetera, performance. So 
Um, the, <laughs> so we were talking before we started recording on <laughs> how, how to answer this question, and we all answered it three different ways. Love so, that journey for us. Um, I, that sounds exactly like part for the course for us. <laughs> it's, it's hard to rank. So there's 11 characters, I believe. 13. 13. 13. Lucky it's, 13. It's hard to rank them because they're each crucial in their own movie. Um, so I just went with, um, as far as the best casting, I went, yeah. um, I went, uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. That was phenomenal what? casting. That was your number one? Joined with, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch as Doctor Strange. What? Yes. I'm sure. So if you, if you've watched interviews with Benedict, with Benedict Cumberpatch, you almost, without looking at him, you almost forget that he was strange. Yes, because his ac- his accent doesn't match his his flow of words doesn't match either. I forget so, he's Sherlock too because Sherlock yeah. is like so pale, like <laughs> pale, pale, like he's a sheet of paper. So that was um, why I picked that. And if I went best cast, I also had to go worst cast as well. Um, honestly, the actress who played Sylvie just didn't do it for me i agree she was my number 12 she was my number 12 we agree on something Alyssa. we agree like okay so here's the thing i like the character and i think she's a great actress but it was nothing extraordinarily memorable i agree it it didn't nothing had to be her yes i agree like it could be no i agree like i could picture other people in that role it's not so unbelievable to mm-hmm. picture another actress but i also like didn't really grow attached to her and it was just the first season and it was so fast so maybe in the second season she'll surprise us we'll feel differently but yeah no i don't think she did a terrible job i don't think no, she's a bad actress i no, just no, no, didn't no. Yeah. i just i'm not a huge sylvie fan in general not so not a hater of the actress at all with mm-hmm. my with my list i'm not saying the other ones aren't good castings i'm not dare saying that um rdj isn't good tony uh, I'm not saying you know anything else, you know. Um, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. I'm not saying that, but those two actors stood out to me. It was um, very hard. Yeah, it's very hard. This what this very question took question. forever to answer. You, I'm sure Andrew would like me to go next to buy him some more time. No, I have my answer, but I mean, you can go. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Um. Of course. Yeah. So I took it very literally. And I spent last night before I went to bed, sitting there staring at my computer screen going, how the F am I supposed to rank these people from like (laughs) best cast to like, not the best cast, because I don't want to say they were the worst because they they were all great. But yeah, I'm very shocked at your answer, Wyatt, because I had Tony as number one. Like, I can't imagine anyone else playing that character and i feel like he is the best person to be in that role well i feel the same way about about thor i mean i'm not so funny i thought you were such an iron man guy i am but i i think the way um hemsworth portrayed thor is is better all right i i will i will uh agree that is a a equal equal uh equation there because i i agree (laughs) you know i can't think of anybody else that could play tony better and i'm sure you probably can't think of anybody who could play thor no yeah i totally agree it's it's really hard my number two was loki 
it was okay. so hard. I was like wrestling between like really my top three on who was the best. Um, but it's Tony and then Loki. Um, third, I had Cap. Okay. Four, I had Peggy Carter. Um, just oh, because wow. I have watched some of Agents of Shield, and she does a really good job in that show too. Agent Carter. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say? Okay. Well, no. I you meant she. Well. Yeah, Agents of Shield. Isn't she's she in not that? in that much? No, she's in age. So they had I'm a show, okay. Agent Carter. Thank you. You're I welcome. can't even. What time is they it? They may have had her in like an episode <laughs> or two. Like <laughs> it's it's been a long day. I've been in class all day, and then I had to work till six. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a long day. Um, thank you. Anyway, whatever TV show, Agent Carter, she was I like that show. Great. Yes. Um, number five, I had vision. Um, I just love Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. I it's really hard to picture anyone else in that role, even though it's like mostly costume and makeup, you would think it's not, you know what I mean? It's he brings so much to yeah. he mm-hmm. brings so much to the table, and it's not just his voice. It's like his his physicality too, Mannerism. like how tender he is with Wanda. Like he's so sweet and gentle with her, and he's supposed to be this like cold machine. And like you forget that, you know what I mean? Because he's like developing more and more each time we see him. It's yeah, really cool. yeah. Um, number six, I had Peter Parker. Um, and I obviously in the Marvel universe, we're talking about Tom Holland. So I think his depiction of Peter Parker was really really good um if not my favorite peter parker of the three so um definitely great um number seven i had thor it was hard to not put him higher okay i mean that's but still i mean yeah he's about middle of the pack and loki i just feel like it's there's no comparison like it's so if we if this was pre-loki show would you still have him as high oh absolutely probably Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. Um, number eight, I had a Koye. I, it's really hard to, I mean, I don't know like a ton of actors off the top of my head that I could fill in for like that strong of a female it, character. Is she not in The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is her, right? Yeah, that's her. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we also like, shamelessly don't have enough shamefully don't have enough black female actors in action that i can mm-hmm. think of off the top of my head so it definitely limits things um mm-hmm. nine i said killmonger so good like he he did a really good job bringing the wakanda part in and bringing in like the oakland part you know mm-hmm. i think he did a really good job balancing that um i feel like out of that list though like he could be recast and i wouldn't like find it unbelievable i might not agree with it i might not like it but like it would it would be plausible um it's so tough like i put dr strange's number 10 but like that he was cast so well but we know that i don't love the whole premise of dr strange so i might be biased in that respect uh 11 i put spider-man um because Again, Tom Holland is a really good Spider-Man, but out of all the Spideys, like I feel Andrew Garfield is the better Spider-Man and Tom Holland is the better Peter Parker. Um, 12, I had Sylvie. So 13, I had Thanos. Um, I don't hate Josh Brolin. Like I think his voice was like really almost perfect for that role, but because it was so much digitally enhanced, like I could almost picture 
Morgan Freeman as the voice of Thanos or like oh my gosh anybody else <laughs> right like anybody else with this loud commanding booming voice could probably you know James Earl Jones like anyone could probably be the big baddie could you imagine um, Tommy Lee Jones oh Thanos? <laughs> maybe no. not that might be a little much <laughs> But the accent, if he could tweak it, but yeah, that's, that's really the main reason I had Thanos last. Okay. Those are all um, good answers. So uh, much like Wyatt said, we approached this um, in three different ways, um, which is pretty funny because um, I I know for sure that the way I approached it is not the way it was meant to be approached, but (laughs) if that's not how we are, I don't know what is. Um, So most of these characters, um, I couldn't um, picture myself recasting, um, so I didn't. Um, I didn't bother putting some of them in a certain kind of order. Um, I, I agree. I'm going to address with what I agreed with um, the most about what you guys said first. Um, what Alyssa said about um, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, I agree very much with. Yeah, I think same. that Tom Holland is a better Peter Parker than he is a Spider-Man. And we haven't, he doesn't even, there's no photography of his thing yet. And that's a big part of. Right. Yeah. Of who he is. I know he's, I know he's only 16 and 17 at this point. So he's got time to like, you know, discover the interest and get interested in it. Hopefully they do that sometime, you know, this decade. Um, <laughs> so, but as a far little as. busy <laughs> avoiding <yeah>. death. <laughs> I picked my top. Um, I picked I picked my top seven of who I couldn't picture recasting and who I, I it, it just had to be um, Tony, Loki, Killmonger, Cap, Doctor Strange, Thor, and Vision. Um, Vision might go a little higher on that, but I definitely couldn't um, picture recasting. Again, I couldn't except for um, Thanos and maybe peggy carter i couldn't see any and it's not to discredit anything about peggy carter or um i'm drawing a blank on the actress's name now i'll help you give me a moment <laughs> um it's not to it's it's killing me because it's on the tip of my tongue um i don't want it to be anybody Hayley else atwell. Hayley atwell i knew her last name being on with an a um <laughs> there's I don't too want many it. actors to try to remember i don't want it to be anybody else other than um than Atwell, but that doesn't mean somebody else couldn't do the job. Whereas for Tony, Loki, and maybe Killmonger, I couldn't um, picture someone, especially with Killmonger having that, um, he's got that raw hatred in him, um, the the character um, that is hard to like come by, but he also is like a likable person in addition to being a murderer. And, you know, you know, trying to kill the the main character who we all love, Chadwick Boseman. So it's it's a very specific recipe that I right. don't think a lot of actors could pull off. Um, Tony and Loki and Killmonger are my top three, with uh, Cap and Doctor Strange rounding out my top five. Um, Okoye, I'm going to a thousand percent agree that there is not enough um, black actresses that I know of um, that could take her role. Um, so I wouldn't bother recasting her partially off of my lack of knowledge. Um, we also don't have enough screen time for her to develop that character further to see if anybody could fill the role. 
So That's if we yeah. if we got more of her, um, we could then possibly re-categorize uh, her in this in this chart. You know whether or not she um, whether or not she could be recast or whether or not it's like dang you're in our top three now. It would it would be fan- I'm I'm looking forward to Black Panther two. I hope we get even more Okoye. So that would be uh, that would be really cool. And as far as um, as far as the the looks, I mean they all they all have it. Yeah. Um, so and and personality again is going to be like. Tony and Loki and Doctor Strange are going to be up there for me. So everyone fails at who they're supposed to be, Andrew and Alyssa. The measure of a person of a hero is how well, is how well they succeed at being who they are. I didn't know you were going to say. Do Alyssa's we succeed name? at that? Do we get thrown under the say bus? Like, name, wow. So I was just going to be like, "Okay, Dad, great, thanks, appreciate it." <laughs> yeah, okay, Dad, I'm I'm on with that. Uh, I Dang. figured I'd I throw y'all's names in there to, to catch that you was off. So funny. It's like shots fired. I was just like, "Is my is my dad on this podcast? Is he is he listening?" Alyssa extra, has left the chat. Is there extra points on who says that in what movie? Uh, gotta get on. the trivia. Uh, hold on. Always gotta say get the it trivia. again. Say it again. Everyone fails at who they're supposed Riga. to be. Yeah. Which, Dang. I told you I looked at over a hundred. Um, Endgame. There you go. Uh, I looked at over a hundred quotes in the last Sheesh. couple hours. But I also remember the quote. So. Well, we thank the four or five listeners that sent in questions for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. For this, uh, this wrap we up. Reached of, into the vault. Yeah. Re- <laughs> Grabbed all the leftover questions. We got our reserves. Anyway. It's like a fine wine. I so, got smashed over a tracksuit's head in Hawkeye. You're welcome. So if you're following along in our Marvel calendar, you may th- you may be thinking, oh, crap, what's next? What are they going to do next? And to be honest, we're also pondering the same thing as well. <laughs> what's next? I often ask myself that question as well. <laughs> so do we have a plan? Maybe. I guess you have to stick around until next week to find out. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio signing off.